Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday. Um, I'm just doing a little uh, house walk. Some of you can come along with me, kind of trying to change the uh, the background for you so it doesn't get too boring in my office. But anyways, I was reading a book um, this morning. I do a lot of reading on Sundays. And um, it was talking about how there are three types of people um, in the world from a basis of giving and interpersonal exchange, which I thought was interesting. They said there are takers, there are matchers, and there are givers. And, um, you know, unsurprisingly, the people who were matchers and takers were in the middle of the bell curve, right, in terms of success in life and income. And the people who were on either side of the bell curve, as in the lowest people on the bell curve and the highest people on the bell curve, were givers. And I thought that was really interesting. And what delineated the people who were successful givers um, at the top and the bottom was the degree to which they trusted other people. And so they asked people to, um, of the ones who were self, you know, they identified as givers to rate on a scale from, um, one to, or sorry, zero to 10, how much they trusted other people. And the givers who ranked eight were the ones who were the most financially successful. If they did nine or 10, they trusted people too much. They weren't using discernment. They were most likely to be taken advantage of from takers and matchers, et cetera, right? Now, um, I read that and I put the book down and I was thinking, I was like, man, that's so interesting. And so I wanted to give you a little example of what I've seen even with our, within our own group. Um, and kind of a couple examples that, um, that, that were, that, that positively impacted me in my life. And so it, for me, the first time I ever saw this happen in, in, in reality was I was in eighth grade and this guy, uh, I was in math class. I remember this. And this guy who I didn't, I didn't really know, um, took out a pack of gum and it was like in the beginning of school and he turned around and was like, does anyone want one? And then everyone was like, yeah, I want one. Right. Like, I mean, like, you know, he like emptied out three quarters of his pack of gum and I got a piece of gum and I was like, I'm like holding this piece of gum and I like put it in and I was like, man that guy's such a nice guy. And I thought, I was like, he just gave away like almost an entire pack of gum. Um, and I remember to myself, it just like right after I thought the thought, I was like, all I got to do is give away a pack of gum and I can get everybody to like me. I was like, holy cow. Because what happened is even if you didn't get a piece of gum, you're like, that guy's pretty generous. That was a really nice move. You know what I mean? Like, so if you ever go to a conference or something, like little things like that, like just, just having stuff and just being like, hey, does anyone want one? Like, just turning around behind you in church and being like, you want a piece of gum? Well, in church, everyone does it because they're like, I'm in church. I'm going to be a giver today. But you get, you get my point, right? So anyways, that was the first time I saw that. And that's, that lesson for some reason stuck with me. And, um, so later on in life, when I was, um, in college, you know, you, the, the way that people vote for like who's going to become a president of like a group is going to be the one that they feel like they got the most from. And for me, when we were going through like a pledging process that we had to go through, I never bring this up, but it was, it was formative for me. Um, it was like, who's going to work the late shift, right? And, you know, people try to divide labor up, but I was always someone who worked pretty fine without a lot of sleep. And so I took, I took a lot of the brunt of the work during that kind of crappy time. And, um, people always remembered that and they were like, man, that was awesome. So I'm not trying to t- say this to, to pump myself up, which is really not the point. I'm just saying that it was something that I learned in eighth grade. And then later by like saying like, Hey, I'll give of my time and I'll sleep less. You go study for your test. People remember that. And again, later when I was now more of an adult, um, 
I was in the inner circle, uh, which is Russell Brunson's like mastermind for marketers. Um, and so I think everyone in there has to be in the two comp, which is like, you have to have already done a million in sales. Well, it doesn't matter. The point is, is they're high level marketers. And, um, I was like, uh, they, they introduced an award called, uh, this is member of the year, right? And so they vote for who out of the whole year has just been the best contributor. And this award wasn't there when I joined it. He just said, Hey, we're going to give an award for the person who's given the most to the group. And, um, and I ended up winning. Mosey Nation, real quick, if you are a business owner that has a big old business and wants to get to a much bigger business, going to 50, $100 million plus, we would love to talk to you. And if you like that or would like to hear more about it, go to acquisition.com. You can apply anywhere on the page and talk to one of our team and see if we can help you get there. And it was because I did the same thing that I learned in eighth grade and the same thing that I learned in the fraternity and it was because, and probably maybe even selfishly, I was like, as soon as I got into the group, I just like reached out to everyone was like, how can I help you? Is there anything that I can do? These are the things that I tend to be better at. Um, and I would hop on hour long calls with people and help them with whatever to the whatever degree that I could. Right. And I would remind them of the meetings and I would like send them notes and really just serve. And um, what ended up happening is I got lots of deep relationships from a bit. I got lots of connections. I have lots of favors that I have that I like that I can probably call in at a later time. But it, it's it's been a repeatable process. And to bring this full scope for you, inside of the Jim Lords group, um, one of the things that sometimes guys will do, you can say it's whatever, I don't really care, um, is that guys will, will will trade reviews because the more reviews you have in your gym. Um, the more likely people will come to your facility, right? Period. The more five-star reviews, the better. And so in legacy, a lot of guys will try and, you know, like give each other reviews, right? And it's fascinating to watch when I said there's three types of people, right? You've got takers, you've got matchers, and you've got givers. And I implore anyone who's in legacy who's watching this video to try this. And I say it in the training, <laughs> but I'm going to repeat it. There are guys who post up there and say, hey, guys, I could really use some reviews, Right? That's one. Those guys probably don't get a ton of reviews, right? They're just taking. That's what it is. Second is you've got guys who are like, hey, I'll throw a review for a review. I got an afternoon free. Like, throw me one and I'll throw you one back, right? Now, if you're really trying to maximize this, after just hearing those other stories, what do you think the best way to get shitloads of reviews is? Give a ton of reviews. Go through the entire fucking list. Excuse me. The entire list of gyms and give everyone a review. And guess what happens? Even if they don't give you a review back, one, you'll have more than everyone else. Two, if someone doesn't give you a review back, they are now indebted to you. It's reciprocity, right? They owe you one. And when they see you at the event, they're like, oh man, that guy Alex was legit. He left me a five-star and he didn't even ask me for anything, right? And then you gain influence right? You have leverage in a social relationship. You gained capital and influence. So people are like, how, how do you gain influence? That's how. <laughs> That's how you do it. You give first. So anyways, um, <laughs> I thought this was a really relevant example when I was reading the book and I thought you guys might find that interesting if you are a gym owner. And the thing is, same stuff goes with business, right? It's like the more you give, the more you get. And if you give first and everyone's afraid of giving first because everyone's afraid of being taken advantage of. But the reality is that if you give first, you're the one who always ends up winning, right? So, um, thought it was a nice Sunday thought. 
Sunday was not a, 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 business, a super businessy thing that's directly actionable, um, but it's definitely something that long-term in life will make you more than many, maybe anything else, um, which is giving more than I've been taking. So anyway, guys, um, lots of love. If you are a gym lord, maybe you can be inspired by this and give instead of ask or match. So lots of love, dudes. Have an amazing Sunday, and um, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Ah, bye.